everybody. Welcome to episode 67 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's with me tonight? Oh, oh, I cut you off. <laughs> I've never done that before. Why did I do that? <laughs> you, you haven't been here for two weeks and so I'm, right <laughs> I'm so used to going right after Mike now. <laughs> Great start. Um, Great start, I, everybody. I don't introduce <laughs> Who are the cool cats and kittens with me tonight? Is that better? <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Stuff and JD. Crocodilians, uh, Stuart Hughes. I've been waiting to use that joke. I was going to do it last week, but then I forgot to. So. I feel like it's already, like, fading, and it's kind of, like, sad, because I just, I always want to talk about how crazy that show is. Thank God that show came out when it did. It would not have done good if it didn't come out during the quarantine, but that's not what we're here for. Um, Stu, this is actually your idea. This is our first yes. different episode, if you want to. Yeah, so we mentioned this back in, like, December, that we were changing the format a little bit, um, so that we could do some, like, longer games, and so... We decided to do a couple like special topics type episode. And so for this episode, we're going to be talking about some video game commercials, something that people probably don't think about all that much, but I think are really important and really cool. Yeah, I wasn't when you first had this idea, I was like, OK, I'm still a <laughs> what's funny is that you're like, you're like, ah, I don't know. And then like me and Stefan were like trying to narrow down a list of commercials we liked that were like from like a list of 20. Oh, was a lot. <laughs> I barely just... picked the three. So each of us are going to have three different commercials that we picked yes. that we're going to talk about that we all have watched. And that there will be links in the show notes if you want to watch these with us during the recording, after recording, they will be in the show notes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, will be stuff in the show notes for a change other than the basic yeah. stuff I put in. The actual notes, if you want to see what we're talking about, if you haven't seen some of these. I think I suspect people have seen a couple of these commercials because mm-hmm. some of them are kind of iconic. I, I really wanted to talk about it because it's just... I, I feel like video game commercials and ads are like in a very special niche where like if you're going to do a trailer for a movie, that's easy. You just cut parts of the movie trailer and you're like, OK, this is like this is stuff in the movie. Like this is what you're going to see. You should mm-hmm. watch this movie because you're going to like this. And then like if you have an ad for a book, it's usually just like an excerpt from the book. And it's like buy the book to read more with <laughs> like unless it's a gameplay trailer. Video games can't really do that it's not like if they show you a cinematic from the game you're just like oh, okay that's in the game i don't know what anything else is about so they have to kind of force like the the theme into the commercial and so i always really appreciated them for that yeah and some of these commercials are very bizarre so it kind of gives the yes. hint that, like uh video games transition to movies sometimes doesn't always work out and this is a perfect example of it just looking at trailers for we have video a very <laughs> very wide assortment of uh old commercials and new commercials and well, speaking of weird, I'll go first with one of the first ones I picked. This was absolutely okay. all Stefan's fault that even came in my head because he, I, I could not think of a commercial for the life of me, anything. And and <laughs> Stefan's like, what about that Smash Brothers commercial from the N64 days? And I'm like, oh, yeah. So the first one I want to talk about is a, it's just a super, as I just said, Smash Brothers commercial from N64. But many of you probably saw this back in the day. I remember it. It has, oh, for yeah. some reason, it's a live action commercial with people dressed up in mario pikachu yoshi donkey kong (laughs) suits and they're all hopping along skipping along in 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 a dandelion field and it's playing so happy together do 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 i mean and then all of a sudden i want to say it is i'm watching it at the moment trying to figure i can't remember who who. uh yes mario just like takes a hard turn just as being the shit out of yoshi donkey kong is a full like punch play he like (laughs) knocks him in the head like cartoon style 
<laughs> I mean, it's just so stupid, but I it really got my attention back in the day. Like this oh, was yeah. something that grabbed me. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think this is the reason why I bought the game because I just I don't even remember why I bought the game just because it, you know, had Nintendo characters and people said it was good. <laughs> I, I can't I can't remember that far back. I, I mean, absolutely bought the game for this commercial. <laughs> yeah, I, and we should explain too that these are people in suits like Barney the dinosaur, <laughs> yeah, like mascot the characters. Each other. Yeah, they're like mascot characters. <laughs> There's some point in the commercial where uh, it like it cuts to gameplay footage to ex- like to better explain what's happening because it's just so crazy, and then it cuts back to like Pikachu being thrown fl- through the air while Yoshi is just underneath of him. <laughs> it it cuts back and forth. You'll see like a, a second, two seconds of the actual gameplay, and then you'll see the costume characters fighting each other again. Yeah. And I always love the way it ends where Donkey Kong gets hit over the head by a hammer, and instead of having little stars around his head, he uses little N64 symbols. Yeah. yeah. Nice little <laughs> end of computer graphics thrown in there, surprisingly. Yeah. Can you imagine directing this? Just like, oh, no, get in there, Yoshi. Kick his ass. Yeah. Hit him harder. And you just take this hammer and beat the crap out of our camera. Yeah. Dick kick city. Go for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's the hammer. It's the same hammer from the game. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so fun. I, they, I like how they went the extra mile and had all the uh, all the characters in the commercials or the characters they show in the gameplay footage so they could keep keep some of the characters hidden because that's always big a big thing with Nintendo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Got a surprise. It only shows the, uh, Smash Bros. <laughs> a few characters. Like this doesn't even show you links in the game. Yeah, you don't know. Like it doesn't have a link. It doesn't have. Was Zelda in the first one? No, she's in mainly. Luigi was in the first one though, right? He's mm-hmm. a secret character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It only shows you Donkey Kong, Yoshi, Pikachu, and Mario. <laughs> it's just so stupid. It's such a it great hilarious. way to like introduce the concept of Super Smash Bros. Because. At that point, like everyone had their own little Nintendo games. They're like, what if we it's such a weird concept for Nintendo. What if we take all of our beloved characters that are just so like friendly and kid friendly and nice and just have them beat the crap out of each other in a game? Yeah, (laughs) but they're toys, so it's okay. Yeah, they're toys. (laughs) At least in the first game they were. But yeah, they're whenever you get an ending, you find out they're all just little toys in a toy chest. And it's the idea that you're playing with your toys. (laughs) It must have been so fun to like, yeah, be filming that that day. All right, we're going to go out to the field behind Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, this one didn't seem like it took as much work as some of the stuff we're going to talk about. But my God, some of these. But it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's funny to me. Like, it, it, it cracks me up. It shows you enough of the gameplay to kind of get you, you know, into what's happening. But he plays a song from, the, from like, the 70s that got my attention. <laughs> but the probably idea was to get, get, you know, your parents' attention. You go, oh, hey, what's this? I remember that yeah. song. Mm-hmm. I still like that song. Why is Yoshi beating up Donkey Kong? I gotta get that game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I I remember this commercial when it came out. I absolutely loved when it came on TV. I think I was like 10 or something when it came out. When did this come out? 1998 or something? Uh, ooh. I can't tell you. If that's yeah. the case, I was even younger. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that was, I wouldn't have been 10. I would have been like 6. Crazy. <laughs> I remember watching like Cartoon Network and all of a sudden Super Smash Bros. shows up. I'm like, oh, yeah, we should, like, we should say though <laughs> that Nintendo is always pretty good about their commercials. They're super creative. Like, oh yeah, I I don't think I've ever seen a Nintendo commercial that's bored me in any way. They, <laughs> I mean, it always looks cute, but then they add in like little subtle real life things. Mm-hmm. Like 
is another commercial we could talk about animal crossing yeah, you want to just jump straight so, is it the animal crossing sure <laughs> we'll, we'll just follow we'll just do all three of my picks i guess for at least two yeah. of my picks they're pretty uh they're, they're good to follow each other yeah nintendo is a very mm. they're very good about doing like i almost call them like skittles commercials like skittles is so in their own realm of ads where it's just like it's like surrealism and weird <laughs> I mean, this this Animal Crossing commercial fits that too because I I had forgotten this thing even existed. I had no plan to talk about this, but somebody had posted it in something on Facebook, and I saw the commercial. I'm like, okay, that doesn't look so weird. The commercial starts off like your normal normal commercial, showing some (laughs) there's a couple different ones, but it shows the gameplay of the game, how the game looks, Mm. and what Animal Crossing is. This is the GameCube Animal Crossing, the first one that we would have got here in the states, and it's interesting like okay it's a normal here's some gameplay here's how things work here's you know them picking apples here's them <laughs> shaking trees and decorating how okay everything's all normal i mean yeah I, it's I literally to say they like, had a, i was just gonna say it's literally like verbatim like it's like you're fishing now you dig yeah. now you pick trees now you clean house now you fix house now you pay money like it's just telling you everything that's in the game <laughs> yeah i feel like they <laughs> did that first like one of the trailers but yeah, I, I, I like want to the say these are two different did. commercials. In yeah, these are three uh, minute commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the two, one that like, gets me together is the one where they're all dressed. They're all dressed like Animal Crossing characters in the same stupid looking outfits, the same stupid looking heads, but in live action. And then she's complaining yeah. how one of them doesn't want to do anything all day but fish. Well, well that's what I was going to talk about. Like live action, Rob looks like he just smoked a fatty bowl of marijuana. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is seriously like the loser of the group who just sits at home and listens to techno music. <laughs> well, he probably just got done going to the gas station to try to bum a beer off the intendant there. You know, yeah. the they said oh. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> all he wants to do is sit on the couch and fish all day. <laughs> yeah, I like um, like they probably did the gameplay trailer, for, like the little gameplay footage first. Mm, yeah. And you have to consider this was like when... I would say this was like right when like Keeping Up with the Kardashians first came out and reality shows just started taking over and somebody in Nintendo must have been like, what if we just do a reality show commercial for this? Where yeah. we'll have like the whole talking head segment of like one of the characters going like, I just don't get it. Rob just wants to fish all day. He doesn't even help me with the couch. <laughs> I mean, I really, I really dug deep into this one just watching it over and over. It feels like they all hate each other and oh, like yeah. there's some deep background information we're not getting here it's almost like they're all like fleetwood mac like they've all once been married <laughs> and slept with one another <laughs> like, maybe they're just all stuck in a quarantine together so they're just not happy yeah they're all going insane the town's too small <laughs> the town is small in this one but it's just so weird like it doesn't this game doesn't need live action people wearing costumes to mm. really advertise it but is what they went through because it gets your attention. Mm-hmm. It's very like early 2000s. Um, I mean, it even has like the same font as like every reality show had at that time. Or it was like, oh, the cast. Name. let's meet everybody in the Big Brother house. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what they were going for, too. Mm-hmm. And see what Kelly has to say. Rob just keeps moving my chair back and forth and I hate him and I hope he dies. <laughs> like, it's a very does, 2000s mentality <laughs> doesn't one of the chicks like turn to the other girl and she's like where'd you get that dress the trash <laughs> yeah she's like actually yeah yeah <laughs> this is like a weird sexual innuendo in this one yeah i, they, I, mean, I swear it's such a weird commercial too like i i'm watching it right now as we speak and it's just it's just so fucking strange 
It's so I like the the hard cut to like Tom Nook with the camera. It's just so disconcerting. <laughs> giant raccoon. I feel like he's taking pictures too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. That's what she says. I'm, I found it now. Where's my big fat hammock time? It's like what? <laughs> he goes <laughs> like a stoner. Oh yeah, hundred percent like a stoner. Mm-hmm. I have those eyes at Animal Crossing currently. <laughs> Actually, no, I just switched because I've got a Link outfit on. It's funny seeing this compared to like, like I'm playing a shitload of New Horizons right now. It's so funny to go back and watch this. It's just so oh, different. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I am, I am addicted to it. I can't stop. <laughs> Every day, I'm like, I gotta go find, I gotta go find that, that bitch that sells turnips. She fucking, she's avoiding me. I don't know why she's avoiding me. <laughs> so many turnips in this commercial. But yeah, no, I think this was free <laughs> turnips. I think I never played the early, early no, they're. Uh, and, Alien Crossings. Animal Crossing turnips weren't until the newest one. I'm pretty sure. They didn't have the stock market in the old ones. I played the original Animal Crossing on GameCube a decent amount until I got to a point where I couldn't do anything until the season changed. And I said, fuck it, and never came back. I feel like one of the highlights of that game is that you can go and buy old NES games and play them on there. Like Zelda, Punch-Out. I think there's another Maybe I'll go buy an old copy of Animal Crossing so I can play like a virtual console version of those games on the I GameCube. Can help you a different <laughs> way if you want to, but that's also true. Also, I could just play it on Switch because there's all the NES, NES games on there too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's about many. all we need to say about the Stoner commercial there. Yeah, these are fun ones though. I like these a lot. I, I had forgotten about these mm-hmm. until you said them. I was like, oh yeah. Like I forgot Nintendo had that period of just like oddness to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can tell I'm a Nintendo fanboy by my picks for commercials or Nintendo, all Nintendo stuff. You know who doesn't like Nintendo? <laughs> yes, yeah, Stefan, you want to introduce that one? Let's seg- uh, segue into your pick. Oh, sorry. I was like, I don't get the bit. Oh, oh, OK. <laughs> uh, he was he was robbed just now smoking, apparently. He's like, what? what's that? I just want to fish. Sorry. My bad. I'm going slow today. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I uh, picked the console war commercial that everyone lovingly remembers from the early 90s. Actually, I think it might have came out in the late 80s. I can't remember. Anyway, it's old. It's an yeah. old commercial. It is the Sega commercial. Sega does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> Who? It's actually Nintendo? really good. Yeah, I like that. Whoever made that needs a medal. <laughs> and I don't Sega, know why. Stephen, it's Sega. Yeah, it's Sega. Sega. <laughs> like the whole commercial is just showing you different games that are out in the Genesis, and in between it has somebody going like Genesis does, Sega, or whatever the hell they're saying. Genesis does. Yeah. Genesis you have that. You have a SWAT team shooting Genesis, Genesis into a into a building. You have a race car going does does. Like it's just the weirdest commercial, but it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny that like like people still are so obsessed with console wars today some people it's it's fallen off but it's funny that like like companies were fueling those flames for such a long time mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh we'll just start like a little war with nintendo and have like a little but it always felt like a fun little rivalry i think i, I never felt like they were like actively trying to kill each other God, yeah and it's it's like the culmination of a lot of things because it's just the Sega came out when the NES was out and that was what they were trying to compete with. So then Super Nintendo released the Super NES and then people are like, well, it's better. It's like, well, yeah, it came out after. Yeah, <laughs> of course, be. it's yeah, better. Technology is better works. now. Yeah, I think I think it still <laughs> beat the Super Nintendo and processing power or something stupid. That was like 
the thing that they had yeah. over it. Yeah. Genesis had blast processing. Blast processing. Like, yeah. That was their other big commercial was uh there they had like the Sega Genesis blast processing. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Showing like race cars flying down a track. It's so funny to think of that like like, oh, it had blast processing, which means it could play things a little bit faster. Like by today's standards, it's still like disgustingly slow. Yeah. And they definitely showed off Sonic in that case. <laughs> they were like, like, <laughs> the like the games that they pick in this commercial, they're no Sonic, but they have Moonwalker. Yeah. Mm. What the hell are we advertising Moonwalker? I mean, I know this is before <laughs> Michael Jackson became a pedophile, but still, this is just like that game was never something that I would have thought of when I think of Genesis. Well, like right. the first game they show is like Columns, which was like a Tetris knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a good game. I didn't know it existed until the late 2000s I, or <laughs> early 2000s I found out it existed. I'm like, just kind of curious how some of these actors got paid because there's oh, like it'll oh, show yeah. gameplay to Golden Axe and then it'll show some dude with a sword in his underwear turning towards the camera. Yeah. Like, for, like uh, half a second. Yeah. But <laughs> they show my favorite is they show Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, how did they get licensing for that? Was that like a deal? Because I know I know Michael Jackson was all about Sega because <laughs> he loved Sonic. Mm-hmm. Famous. I wonder if they oh, had like cool. some contract yeah. stipulation where uh, it worked out equally well for Sega and Michael Jackson. He's just like, I love Sonic, guys. I love Sonic. They're both <laughs> as fondly remembered now as they always have. Been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. love like he was so obsessed with like showing like fat like commercials of this era were like fast cars and babes and yeah video games are cool like it was such an effort to make video games so cool so edgy for so the edgy. 90s yeah so out check <laughs> out this old piece of shit fucking like camaro like i just don't understand some of these pics some of the you know pics in the commercial here like why is e-swat what the hell even is e-swat Oh, yeah. I don't remember I that. Played one. a lot of Genesis games over the years, and I have and I have bought all, all those stupid collections that when they come out because I can't help myself, and I have no idea. I never even heard of eSwap before. Like, why is it in the commercial? Where's Sonic? Where's yeah like, the more known stuff? Mm-hmm. Why would you show? Why would you show Sonic if you're gonna show like if you're gonna try to show how fast the, your your console is? Show a Sonic game. Yeah. <laughs> But I love like they just keep going back to like they go back to like every Shinobi game in it. <laughs> like they're like, yo, we're really trying to sell Shinobi. People love Revenge of the Shinobi. Yeah. One of the highlights in uh, quotes. <laughs> I want to know. I tried to find some like any information about this commercial. And I just couldn't because I was yep. like, how did they they like filmed a racetrack of a guy like flying around and there's a whole audience there. Was that just like they were at some Formula One thing? And they, <laughs> they just like filmed it like while they like filmed the rodeo while it was happening. They just stole shots like all around town. They're just like, yeah. shoot that, shoot this. Oh, I mean, that happened. Shit, it's a sticker over there. Like, take that. There's a fast car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy getting off the motorcycle and just being like, Genesis, uh, Sega does. Yeah. That's, uh, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. Go, Genesis does. Genesis does. You got to say it. Like Genesis that. does. Would it do it's going to be in my head forever is the annoying thing. <laughs> I'm going to be like walking around the house. I'm going to be like making tea. Like Genesis does. Steve, it's tea. Five minutes. Genesis does. <laughs> it's so funny to me, too, that they came out like so hard with uh, somebody at Sega said, hey, guys, what about Nintendo? And some ad exec was like, 
yes, that's it. Yeah. That's our gonna be our campaign for the next for the next three years. <laughs> oh man. I, I tried asking my dad too before, like I don't talk to him anymore, but when I did talk to him, I tried asking him, I was like, did you like happen to buy our Genesis because of a commercial? Or did, what what swerved you away from the Super Nintendo? He's like, I don't remember. I'm like, well, it had to be something. I actually <laughs> have something. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law says he bought the Genesis for his daughter because it it it's look it had more power or something. There was a more powerful system versus the Nintendo yeah. at the time, so that's why he went with the Genesis because he was a better value. I love uh, finding so, old. I love finding old tech like arguments like that, where like you could find these old cell phone arguments out there still if you really if you really search through the internet where people will be talking about like the nokia phones and how much better they are than any other phone oh <laughs> it's my like god oh well these like these have aged so fun like so perfectly i'm gonna i wonder if there's like a youtube channel where some dude's just reviewing nokia phones oh there has to be there has to be <laughs> yeah. so many of them out there there are so many people that like are going back to old tech now it's like a big hipster thing mm-hmm. i mean there's always the hipster thing of like i'm gonna use a like a, a Key, like not a keyboard i'm gonna use it uh what the hell is the name of that thing in resident evil that you save with a typewriter. Typewriter. Yeah. <laughs> are you okay i'm a millennial i'm sorry um there's so many hipsters that go back to typewriters but i've noticed there's like a, a movement towards uh like older phones too like i know a lot of people who've legitimately got rid of smartphones and gone back to like old flip phones just because they're like i don't want to be on social media and i don't even want like the temptation for it like that's fair mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be so funny for me for somebody to be like yeah i only play sega genesis i uh i didn't get the new xbox five <laughs> <laughs> i i know what i like oh man <laughs> or you know there's somebody out there still today who has not bought a switch because of this commercial <laughs> there's got to be some person <laughs> out there that's like nintendo don't i'm not getting a switch I'll stick to my Sega arcade. <laughs> I mean, Sega also Mini. a lot of it at this time was that Sega was porting arcade games, so that kind of fits with the Sega does, Sega does. So yeah. it fits in that whole theme. Like this is actually an amusing thirty-second commercial. Like it, it's, it's fun. <laughs> I might download. I might find a way to download this song and, and make it my like ringtone for a while. <laughs> In the middle of in the middle of like a busy like like meeting, <laughs> Just all of a sudden Genesis does. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. What's funny is that like Nintendo always like took its like Nintendo took these licks and didn't do much about it. I I always noticed. I was like, it'd be so easy to say like Genesis isn't or something. <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> Genesis isn't. <laughs> Sega is this. Sega is the most powerful. Sega is the most powerful console in the market today. Genesis isn't. <laughs> Well, that's just because Sony hadn't come along yet. That's true. Mm-hmm. So well, I think famous, should... Famously, if anyone doesn't remember, uh, actually, Sony was going to make a console for Nintendo. I think yeah, it was. They yeah, they were. Yeah. Technically. They Technically. Made a console. Yeah. They made a prototype. Yeah. yeah. And then they, were, then they were like, fuck this, and went and made the PS1. So, yeah. yeah. Background. Which, I mean, that worked out for them, so, you know, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're on, like, PlayStation 12 now, so, yeah, that worked out. <laughs> PlayStation 12. <laughs> should we move on to uh should we move on to one of mine or should we move yes, on to That's what I was trying to go for. Yeah. Sony comment. Oh yes, I do have a Sony commercial, Mike. I Good completely forgot. No, I'm slow. Yeah. So one of my immediately when I had this idea, I was like, I knew two commercials immediately that I was gonna pick. And one of them was absolutely the Sony uh long live play commercial. 
the character commercial with the bar, which I'm going to open up and watch now because it's just it's so fucking good. I had I did not remember this one from back in the day because I stopped really? watching TV. Oh. I, I quit watching TV about 2010 or so, and I found out Netflix existed. And I never went back. Oh, well, I uh, so, I actively like I actually I, I actively go back and watch this commercial all the time. I love this commercial. So set this up for people. Uh, you have these two. It like it opens up like a, a foggy woods and you hear like the World War Two planes going overhead and the two paratroopers are walking through <laughs> and they find this old tavern. I, just, I love the setup of them going in and putting their weapons down on the weapon rack. And it has like plasma pistols and like swords and these like super high tech weaponry on it. Yeah. Also, when they put the like money in, in the money jar, like oh, they, yeah. before they get in, it's a different kind of currency. Like some are coins, some are something yeah. futuristic. There's like gems in there. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. That creepy bartender with all these famous characters. Yeah, if you haven't seen this commercial, absolutely pause this podcast and go watch it because this might be one of my favorite commercials of all time. It's so good. I've uh, never, I've never seen it before. Like, or if I did, I have no recollection that it ever happened or existed in any type of world. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of curious if they asked David Hayter to play Snake in this one, and he was like, "No, this is below me. It's yeah. a commercial." I don't know. The <laughs> voice is pretty good for Snake, though. Mm-hmm. How funny! How funny would it be if it was Keith or Sutherland? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't I, see. This is way before that because this is Metal. It's Metal Gear Solid Four Snake, not Big Boss. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, old Snake, old Snake, yeah. old Snake. I love so. the the attention to detail on all the characters is so good. And this is like, I think Sony had some of the best campaigns in advertising in any games and maybe just in general. They had because this was right around the same time as the Kevin Butler ads, which uh, if we do a second part of this, we're absolutely going to talk about the Kevin Butler ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just the the whole like power to the player ad campaign they had was perfect. I, I fully believe they sold like way more consoles based off that campaign. <laughs> Yeah, to have yeah. like uh, all the characters in there. I, I I don't know something about this commercial like legit makes me want to like tear up when I watch it. And, like all these well, characters. It has it has Ghost from Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. It has Nathan Drake. It has Lightning from Final Fantasy Thirteen. Nathan Drake from Uncharted. For those that don't know, you have Isaac Clark standing in here from the Dead Space series. You have yeah. Cole McGrath from Infamous. Like they and they find a way to throw in all these random characters and. In the background is a hell gas from Kill Zone, I think it is, with the, yeah. with the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, also a Sweet Tooth, a Little yep, Sister yeah. for Bioshock. Hitman. Little Sister looks creepy. Yeah, Hitman, Agent 42. I, just, yeah, I, I still uh, love the old snake. He goes in the corner, stands against the wall, and the camouflage <laughs> yeah. activates everything nice with his face. Yeah. All the outfits are so, like, they, I, I, it's like I love shell like pops out of a portal in the background and she's like out. She's blurred out in the background and you can tell her outfit is like 100 percent accurate. They spent oh, so yeah. much time on this. I, I actually was going to bring that up, too, because I feel like everyone's outfit looks like if it was going to be a movie, it looks good. Yo, yeah. Except for Assassin Creed, dude, I forget his name. Uh, uh, Ezio, I think at that point it was Ezio. Ezio Auditore. Yeah, he like kind of looks off. like a cosplay. Yeah. I, I think it's because his is like, 
I, he's disagree. got like some weird computer thing going on with him. Like they like they animated his hood or something. Yeah, there's something there because it just doesn't. It looks like a cosplay. It doesn't fit in to me <laughs> with all the rest of them. I love the Madden <laughs> player in the back is so out of his depth. <laughs> oh, and they also have Paul from Tekken. There is one character yeah. I don't recognize in here at all, but I don't know how to describe it. Which one? The pink-haired girl, she's from Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah, Lightning. Oh, I, I know that. Okay. Come on now. I'm <laughs> I Final know. Fantasy guy here. There's a couple it's... characters that, like, I first time I watched this commercial, I was like, I have no idea who this person is. I know there's Kratos. I don't know who the Greek god is supposed to be with Kratos. Uh, Athena? I think uh, it's Athena, maybe. yeah. I think yeah. I have, I have a spoiler alert. I've never played... Spoiler alert. That's not the right word. But I've never played the uh, 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 God of War games. I know I probably should because i'm trying to get into hack and slash games now but yeah i don't know i don't know the story at all aside from just knowing the base mythology uh i think she well she i have played him i think she's if i'm remembering correctly she's the guide kind of okay i I would imagine she's either athena or like maybe i think you kill i imagine you kill persephone so she's not persephone Mm. you kill everybody in those games i'm sure she's dead too at this point yep (laughs) <laughs> there's yeah. one it's... character i can't pick out there's it's a black guy with glasses he's at a minute and 50 seconds for those that have the same link open that i do right now i can't figure out who that guy is yeah, feel free to call us idiots um oh he is from um it was a very short-lived game uh that like didn't catch no one oh god uh yeah i remember it was going to be like a it was like going to be like one of Sony's flagship games, I think. And it just didn't catch on like they wanted to like they wanted it to. It was 151, you said 150. Yeah, he like pops up in a second. Uh, oh, uh, the only one I can't play is like I know they have a Chimera from the Resistance series, which I've never played that, that any of that series. Yet, mm. And I really want to. But since we all don't have PS3s, I can't put it on the show. <laughs> uh yeah fortunately i have been borrowing a playstation for some of the games we play um wow yeah I, I have no idea who that is yeah but i just i love the concept of this commercial of all the characters telling the stories about this like uh eponymous character michael who has like controlled all their all their lives <laughs> uh, it's there's something really sweet about it just like it, the whole message of this, like their whole campaign for this was that these characters matter and what you're doing in these games, like it does matter. Yeah. At least to like you and to these characters. Some level of realism. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's so I nice. I love they hold up the portrait of a, of a random guy <laughs> just holding random a PlayStation dude. 3 controller. It, yeah, some random dude. And then like the pullout of all the players care, like pictures up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> It's such like a love letter to like the the players of their games. It's just it's so nice. I'm kind of wondering if this was a, any in any way inspiration for Wreck-It Ralph because this is kind of what that is. I mean, I it's the same it's the same feeling from it, which is great. Mm-hmm. It, it could have something to do with it, and then it also ends the commercial because it is a commercial with now starting at 249. Yeah, which, <laughs> I mean that's not a bad price for a PS3. Being a guy who sold yeah. PS3s at Target at, in 2009 when they first came out for like what was it 500 or 600 dollars? I want to say <laughs> switches are still more than that. I think uh, switches are 300. Yeah, Switch so, Lite is 200, which is it's, what, uh, yeah 249 for the PlayStation, which is like holy yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PS3 was. This was a big price drop too because it it was so high at first mm-hmm. that they you know they were they were not competitive when they first came out. 
Yeah, and it works so well for the campaign too, because they were like, we just like their whole, like I said, their whole campaign was just powers to the players. Like we're gonna try to like, we want to make like everybody a like a fan of PlayStation games. Everyone love our our games. Right. So we're gonna drop the price of the uh, PS3, and they just start pumping out more and more games. They were trying to catch that like PlayStation Two high, and you know they didn't get there, but like they got pretty close. Mm-hmm. And this this commercial was in 2011. It looks like mm-hmm. based on. The video I'm looking at right now. Yeah, this is the same year Skyrim came out. <laughs> oh God! So they started this campaign, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, 2011 was a, a a very busy year. Which look forward to maybe a series talking about video game years coming up eventually <laughs> later this season. Actually, yeah. Even though we never inter- we forgot to introduce when the, when this season started, and then I just said, "Fuck it," because it doesn't matter. Our seasons don't matter. They're all they're arbitrary. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just for us. Games. It's just, yeah, it's on our side of it. Maybe we'll like, uh, like have like a secret tweet or something that's like, oh, is this even season four begun yet? Vote now. <laughs> All right. Now. Any, any last things to say about long, this long live play commercial before we move on to the next one? Except I do like that thir- uh, lightning from FF13 in here. Just that I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad you picked this. This was a cool one to watch. I, it, may, it really makes me want to play Infamous again. Like, I yeah. really want to play Infamous. It's a nice one because it's not like focused on any one game. It's just like a, a love letter to a love letter to all these games that exist and all the people who yeah, play. They're it. not even exclusives because like mm-hmm. Dead Space wasn't exclusive to them. So they yeah. did stuff. I mean, Assassin's Creed wasn't exclusive. They did other things to kind of throw in here, which I, I thought was really cool, too. <laughs> just uh, uh, all around. Just really impressive. Well oh, commercial. The only character we forgot to mention because he's in one second of the commercial is uh, uh, Sackboy from Little Big Planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wish they gave him like a little tiny beer or something, just a little like like a teardropper beer, <laughs> just a tiny little thing. I'm trying to find. I'm, tr- I'm like legit going through like the YouTube comments. Oh god, the YouTube comments trying to uh, find that character. Why is there not? I'm surprised nobody has gone in and just like listed every character name. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting that too. <laughs> well, speaking of sweet tooth, should we talk about? Oh another, yeah. Uh, Stefan's pick. You want to introduce this one? <laughs> I can do it for you, but <laughs> um, we are going to. I'm guessing this is what it is, because I don't remember, honestly, what I picked. Uh, Take it th- back 20 years. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to be talking about the Resident Evil 2 commercial that George oh. A. Romero directed. Not there where I go. was going, but we'll go <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I was trying to uh, Tristan Metal 3, but apparently someone didn't get the hint. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we were doing our extra ones. All right. Well, we'll yeah, get to yeah, that. We'll, we'll do all three. <laughs> okay, we'll yeah, get to that. Um, yeah, this is George Romero. Yeah, this so George, George Romero. This whole podcast. Like, it's if I don't care if it's six hours, you listen to all of it, all right? <laughs> six hours. <laughs> or at least listen to, like, the first hour so that, like, it counts, I think. I don't know how long. I don't know how long matter. people have to listen. <laughs> you yes. have to click the button, hit play, and everything's fine. Oh, well, yeah. then fuck off. Click the button and leave. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, about the George Romero commercial. Yeah, so this was this actually has a making of if anyone's interested, they can actually yes. go back and watch the old shitty like notes. 45k video oh, on YouTube. Oh God, yeah, it yeah is, uh, uh, the early, uh, early days of, of VHS. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, so this this whole thing was filmed in an abandoned jailhouse and he was trying to make it look like a movie. Because if anyone doesn't know, George Romero was originally going to direct the Resident Evil movie. He even wrote a script. Game Informer read it on their website. You can go there and listen to that if you want. Um, In a better timeline. 
Yeah. So, and then he was later asked about it. He's like, so why didn't you end up directing Resident Evil? And he's like, well, there was an executive change, like a new fresh young guy came in and he just said he was going to clear the slate of anything that was planned from the previous guy. So that is the only reason we never got George Romero directing Resident God. Evil. The stupidest fucking thing in the world. Some executive decision. I'm going to bring my own people in. I don't care mm-hmm. what you've been doing. And uh, the actors in this are Brad Renfro and Adrian France. Adrian France is from Bold and the Beautiful. Yes. And Brad Renfro is from uh Nothing. <laughs> He's from like some Disney movie. I forget what it is, though. I actually looked it up. He was from um, he was in Tom and Huck. Yeah, Tom and Huck. And yeah, it's just uh, a very that's a very dated movie. It's like mm-hmm. the Avengers he, Huck fan in modern times. Yeah, sadly, Brad Renfro also passed away at age 25 from an overdose. Yeah. <laughs> so but I I think Adrian France is still on the Bold and the Beautiful, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a um, general hospital kind of guy, but <laughs> well, they put a lot of effort into this commercial. Like, if oh, not, yeah. there's no gameplay. There is nothing but live action. Mm. You have you have Leon looking out a window of the police station, and he sees zombies climbing up the you know coming up the stairs into the building. Cars on fire, and he's looking out the window and going like, "Oh shit!" And then all of a sudden, he puts a couple bullets in his gun you see some zombie arms coming at him and i love the scene he's running down this hallway with just arms <laughs> just coming out the jail cell oh which, yeah again, oh nice. god yeah mm-hmm. prison but it just looks fucking cool and then he he runs into a, an armory room starts loading his gun and then somebody comes to the door he aims and it's just like <laughs> i like to point just... out he's loading his gun with bullets that are like way too big for that fucking gun he's got like a pistol <laughs> and he picks up these like huge like rifle rounds Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it, earlier it showed him like opening his palm really subtly and he's just got two handgun bullets. So it is yeah. like showing off the game in a subtle way. Oh, yeah. I love to um, for anyone who doesn't know and like definitely watch the making of which I think was on the Resident Evil 2 disc, right? Don't remember. I don't think so. I think it maybe came in the like show a, notes of this episode. Maybe the dual shock. I don't know. I don't think so, though. I, I think it was on some collector's edition of it. Eventually, it, it was but... definitely on a disc, though, because I remember watching it on my friend's PlayStation. At yeah. Some time. Yeah. It's um for those who don't know about George Romero, oh, he just uh, Romero kind of like films everything different than any other director. Mm-hmm. Where he'll go out and he'll like he'll just like film a bunch of random footage and then he makes it in editing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love making elves with like George Romero because he's like, ah, I just thought it'd be cool. <laughs> like, yeah, he I think he calls it the cover your ass shooting of filming yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> film like film like four movies worth of material and cut it down to one. Mm-hmm. And we, we have talked about um, Tom Savini on the show at some point, too, who yes. is a special makeup artist. And funny enough, him and George Romero always work together. And uh, for some reason, they didn't on this one. But there's another yeah. famous makeup artist called Screaming Man George. Yes. That's his real name. This is absolutely he's a fantastic artist, too. Yep. And he did all the makeup effects in this uh, trailer. Like, I just can't. I can't. When I was watching the making of, I couldn't believe how much freaking time and effort went into a 30 second commercial. And you can see stuff that they filmed that never made it into the actual 30 second commercial. Like they just filmed because, like you said, he just filmed whatever the hell. And says, what the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll deal with it later. Yeah. But they they George did the uh, uh, did he do the he did the effects on Predator, but I can't remember if he did. He like came in and did like the um, he helped Stan Winston do like the the 
makeup effects after they did it the first time and they like fucked everything up. Yeah, when it looked like a giant centipede or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, when it was yeah. supposed to be Jean Claude Van Damme playing the Predator. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of all that. They brought in uh, they brought in Stan Winston and Scream Man George, and they went to fucking work and made that movie next level i like how uh john claude van damme was doing cocaine around that time and even he was like no nah, i'm not gonna put this on <laughs> yeah <laughs> reportedly, play this? Yeah. <laughs> reportedly the only reason he didn't do it though is because you couldn't see his face yeah he was upset i am just i am falling apart right now i'm coughing i am like hitting my mic <laughs> oh my god all right i'm okay okay so I'm- in this, Covering. like in the making of with this commercial, it just shows you how much effort they put into having the zombies look different, and that like we had kind of mentioned already, he kind of he filmed it like when they were filming a movie in a sense. But and it's just impressive. Also, it doesn't even say Resident Evil Two. It says Biohazard Two because that was the Japanese, and I want to say the European name too. Yeah, I think it's just Japan, but I could be wrong. I want to uh, say Europe is Biohazard, and Resident Evil is only in America. Yeah, that's I thought. Probably, it was, yeah, that's probably it. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm actually not sure now. I don't know. I don't know who to believe because Stefan doesn't sound sure and Mike does. But Stefan's the expert and Mike isn't. <laughs> you are all those are all factual statements you just said too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I think it was Biohazard. I think Mike's right. I think it was Biohazard just in the PAL regions as well, which is I mean, like Pacific Atlantic for those who don't know. It's everywhere but America is PAL. Pretty much. It's just interesting how much effort went into this. Like I, I ended up, I didn't, re- I ended up watching this entire making of too because I'm like, well, I should watch this for the episode. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it is called Resident Evil in Europe. <laughs> okay, you're right. Hmm. I like. Um, I could have swore it was. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. Yeah, I, the only this, part uh... that, that got like you can see like God, they filmed so much stuff he didn't use. It looks oh, yeah. like. I love Adrian France in the like behind the scenes talking about it. She's just like, I just had so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I got to shoot zombies I mean, and be like this bad act, badass like action chick. And like this chick is just, she's just so happy to be there that long to film for them. I mean, it must have only been a couple days or a week. Um, tops. Probably honestly with George Romero, probably two to three weeks, like for something like this, because he the they had to like build all the lights and everything. And, you know, how he films is he just he just films everything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, right, it's a while. And the director of photography was on crutches too, which is funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think there's a scene where uh, what's his name runs down the hallway, and they're like, "Okay, cut," yeah. and everyone starts clapping. I'm like, he just ran down the hallway, <laughs> like because they finished filming. That's what I, it was. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, okay, okay, I like they it. finished filming. That's like <laughs> it's like commercial, the opening <laughs> shot of the commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's a wrap yeah and they're all like yeah good job guys so, yeah, i would definitely advise everyone to watch uh the behind the scenes for this one though because you see up close like the zombie effects and there's a great line from romero in it where he's talking about um there's a great little like bit where he's talking about how he made like the original zombie he didn't make the original zombie movies he took the original zombie movies and made them like something like better and then resident evil came from that and he's like and now i'm working on it which is like such a weird cycle to go through <laughs> I do got to say, I really like the costumes of Claire and Leon in this. They're pretty accurate, I felt like, for the game, for Resident Evil 2. Yeah. yeah. Super it's, accurate. Just, you know, Way more accurate than what we got later yeah. on in the live action <laughs> movies. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the difference, between, like, the only difference between this and the live action movie, really, like, realistically, is so much love was behind this and so much, like, greed and just money is behind the other one. <laughs> Yeah, like, and it's it's done by a master of zombie filming, which is great. So it's, yeah, it has all the right things. Yeah, it's it's like the perfect little trifecta of 
you know, this person who knows zombies, who made zombies and loves what he does. And everyone there is just happy to be working on this Romero project. And Scream Man cool. George is just like, all I want to do is make things look disgusting. And Romero gives me that. <laughs> and it's pretty cool. I, I, I love everyone should look up Screaming Mad George because it is like it is the biggest disparity, I think, between like somebody's creations and the person who makes them like he is such a like a put together. I don't want to call him like feminine, but he's like he's very, very well camped. I guess like he wears like a lot of makeup, too. And like eyeliner, like he is a very put together man. Yeah. And then what he like what he comes out with is like some of the most disgusting, horrifying body horror I've ever seen. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> I agree. He does like 3D, the 3D version of like Junji Ito stuff. <laughs> and then you see All a picture right. of him and he's got like eyeliner and like his hair is like really nice and like dyed white. <laughs> he's like, I just like making things terrible. <laughs> Should we move on to, to Twisted Metal 3 one? Sure. Yeah, the Twisted Metal 3 trailer was literally chosen at random. I it, it was just there are so many video game commercials, and this was just one I remembered from my childhood. I was like, whatever, throw that one in. It's just weird. Let's talk about it. You're also a Twisted Metal fan, though, too. So I, I feel like that play because yeah. we almost we almost did Twisted Metal 2 on the show at one point, but that that got thankfully taken off. Uh, thankfully, Twisted Metal yeah. 3 might be on my short list. So careful what you say. Yeah. <laughs> I just have fond memories of it a kid as a kid. I don't know if going back to it would be good. We'll see. Yeah, Someday. I don't know. Probably. I feel like if we but did again, Twisted Metal, we'd have to like I'd have to like dive into like metal music for like the first time in years. Mm hmm. Like the whole thing about the commercial, it, it kind of it sticks that theme of what we've been talking about where it's all live action. Mm -hmm. and there's not really I mean, there's a little bit of gameplay near the end, but it starts off they're in throughout the commercial, I should say. But it starts off with just a bunch of clowns in prison. Like, hey, I heard Sweet Tooth got out. Did you hear? And you got a guy juggling. <laughs> it's the prison even has a sign to federal clown <laughs> yeah. prison. Like, you have to say what prison they're in. Criminals. They're in the federal crown, the federal clown prison, the official <laughs> national prison for all clowns in America. Just clowns in straight up like and they even have it like tied like gangsters like some of them are tucked in. Some yeah. of them only have the button like in at the top and the rest of it's open like Mexican <laughs> gangsters or like something. Cholo clowns. Yeah, cholo. <laughs> I love that. And this is a late 1990s commercial too. at some point in 1990s. I don't mm. have the accurate. I don't have accurate information. Uh, I love the world of Twisted Metal and like how wacky and insane it is of like there's a line where they're like after they say like twist like sweet tooth guy they're like what's he doing is he doing like kids birthday parties is he like doing clown animals what's he doing they're like they gave him ice cream truck and everyone's like oh <laughs> <laughs> was he not in twisted metal too he was he was yeah. uh i i want to say he He's... was the boss on the first game and then in the second game well we'll talk about it some other time but yeah he's in there okay that's all i, just, I couldn't okay because the commercials like made it seem like Sweet Tooth's back. Like, I thought maybe he wasn't in one of the games or something. Well, that's kind of the odd thing about Twisted Metal. Like, Sweet Tooth is the face of the series. And, mm -hmm. like, in some ways, he's presented as though he's the protagonist. But he's not. He's just, like, our boss. Yeah. In the first one. He, he is a playable character later on. Because the Twisted Metal on, games yeah. are just arcade shooters with no real... I mean, they all have endings. They all have fucked up stories. But there is no real, like, what's happening. The shot I mean, No in, real uh, storyline. It's worth mentioning that for this commercial, they built the fucking Sweet Tooth ice cream truck with the guns on the front of it just for like a two second shot where they drive it around a burning car and have 
and screaming out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Again, just random shots of actors. I always want to know how much they get paid to just do that. I'm sure oh, it took God, yeah. all day to film it, though. <laughs> I have a theory that um, that it's all famous actors because you can't see their faces. <laughs> it's just like like the the clown that's like, you go sweet tooth. Like that's Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> it's just all like when it, when it comes to commercials, it's a lot of people start. Like I remember listening to a fat man podcast by kevin smith once and he oh, talked he setting somebody segue everyone look out and <laughs> <laughs> not really oh it just reminded me of this but i'm gonna set up something actually you're right this segue now and he, he was talking about how he had a guy he was interviewing who who never made it in show business but he was saying how he had went to to you know rehearsals for commercials and he was sitting there next to jake Glindenhall and toby mcguire were also sitting there too trying to get you know jobs and it was just you know, he's like, well, they, you know, you know where those two guys went. And like, he's like, I never really got anywhere. But, you know, it shows you kind of how a lot a lot of actors get their start. And oh, yeah. I mean, actors. Jake who? I can't say the name. Oh, I know. what'd you call him? Gyllenhaal. 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 Yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. No, Mysterio. I just th- I just thought you said something another actor. And I was like, wait, that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jake McGuire. Um, I got nothing. Mm. <laughs> I like Jake McGuire. Yeah, it, it's yeah, crazy Jake how uh, like actors just like I, I can't imagine working in that industry because it just seems so random and based entirely on luck. Like I'm sure, yeah, like part of it is like going out there and you know working your ass off and going to like a million different interviews. But you just mm-hmm. like you get that one lucky role and you blow. Like uh, John Krasinski was like a waiter. I, I fucking I know this story because I've been watching his some good news. Right? He was talking to Steve Carell about this. He was a waiter, and then when they like picked him up for the pilot of, of thirty uh, of Thirty Rock of, of the Office, he continued working as a waiter because he didn't think the show was going to take off. Wow. Yeah, I think that same thing happened with Sam Hamm on uh, Mad Men. Yeah, it's yeah. you never know. Mm-hmm. Talking about actors who really took off after being in video game commercials. Uh, well, this. <laughs> I had forgotten this commercial existed. I didn't even, I should say, I didn't even know it existed until somebody randomly had pointed it out. I mean, I might have seen this as a kid. It's the what's now called the Paul Rudd Super Nintendo commercial. It's just, yes. it's just a Super Nintendo commercial. Which I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to look up real quick because the one you sent us, Mike, is um, in French. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, and there is an American one. American, there's an English <laughs> one out there that I found. I actually didn't know we were doing all three, so I didn't watch any of these, and I'm watching them while we're talking. <laughs> oh, well, the Super Nintendo one is 30 seconds long, so it won't be Yeah, hard. thankfully yeah. it's working out. Yeah, <laughs> initially, like we had how... a, uh, initially we were only going to do two, and then we had a spot open up and was like, well, fuck it, let's just do all three. Mm, yeah. yeah. And that was like yesterday that we decided that, so <laughs> that's why we're a little thrown. <laughs> It's pretty cool, though. It kind of actually reminds me of uh, that one movie, that Nintendo movie. What was wizard? it? Yeah, The Wizard. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. I mean, it's it's just, <sighs> I like it. I mean, it's just you have a random guy walking into a, a abandoned guy. drive-in theater. Mm. Somehow, Super Nintendo connects to the screen, and it's Paul Rudd playing actually good games. Like, they have Link to the Past in this commercial. Yeah. They have SimCity. They have games that... I, uh, you know, actually fit with the Super Nintendo, not just random ass crap. I mean, and Pilot Wings is on here, it looks like, so who knows what the fuck that's doing here for. But hey, the most um, that's the annoying part of this commercial is that Paul Rudd still looks the same fucking age as he yeah. did back in like 1982. He like ages in dog years, like every seven years is one year. <laughs> it's reverse dog years. Reverse dog years, yeah. So like God years, if you would. Yeah. He's just like one of those factors. 
I mean, another actor that's like that is Adrian Paul. Like he he looks kind the Highlander. He looks kind of the same too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick Stewart, uh, I, Patrick Stewart was fifty when he was twenty, and he's still fifty now that he's eighty. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a really cool little commercial. Like I I was impressed how much I actually enjoyed. You know, it's just cool. I mean, again, the version I was listening to and watching right now is in Fran- in French because I didn't bother yeah. to find one that was in English. This well, uh. <laughs> This commercial actually kind of predicted the future because you actually now can pay to go into a movie theater and play video games on the big screen. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean right now, you'd, be, you'd have the whole theater to yourself. Yeah. I, mean, I right think now, it's like... Break into one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like $500 for like an hour. So if you get your stimulus check, just go yeah. play for two hours and blow it on there, right? But yeah. You can get in right now. By the in way... In order to uh, get in now... Well, hey... What you do, you just wait until about the end of this year when AMC goes out of business, unfortunately. You go yeah. break in one of those and you'll be all set. AMC <laughs> is not going to go out of business, okay? They're going to get bought out by Disney and then movie prices are going to jump to $30 for a single fucking film, all right? Only, only for Disney films. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no. Yeah, Disney films will be $30. All non-Disney films will be $200 each. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they're going to do it. It'll be like a 10% discount if you have your Disney Plus subscription, Andy. Yeah. Like a little barcode on your oh, app. God. No, it's like if you a barcode you have to print on your fucking wrist. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It'll be a separate, like, dongle you have to buy. Yeah. Just um, uh, What I love about this commercial is I, just the way that he, like, hit, like, pulls out the cartridge to put it in the SNES, which is something that I know I and every kid I knew did, like, like we were playing like Yu-Gi-Oh! We were like way too overdramatic. We were like, I have the power. I have the cartridge. Let's play. Let's play. Hey. Link to the past. Funny enough, uh, underneath this video, the next up next video says parents upset over new Nintendo Nintendo console. Circa 1991. Yeah. I watched that. That news report it is so funny going back to that because it's like, it's just too expensive. <laughs> Forty dollars. <laughs> they uh, want you to pay a whole fifteen dollars for a new console. <laughs> it's like, oh, you idiots. <laughs> uh, although I, I will give them that that I think video games were like pricey, like Zelda and stuff was like a hundred dollars yeah. for the game. They were, they were yeah, really sixty four era is when they were really bad for mm-hmm. a short while. Mm-hmm. Let me look up the Genesis when it. Uh, oh God, that just looked up the Genesis price and today it's like seven hundred dollars. Oh. Damn. Let's see. Yeah. So you got a Genesis. Uh, it's almost as good as a stimulus check, <laughs> and you don't have to pay that money back. And it does what Nintendo. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Sega. <laughs> Sega. Sega. Actually, Stu, I, I think we should t- introduce one that you really surprised me with. You made me believe. Oh, you want to go into the fucking believe ad? Oh my yeah, god. We got this one was say about Metal or Paul Rudd. I think it's about all I want to say about Paul Rudd. Okay. I, I really like those commercials too. I think they're just they're just fun. They they capture that feeling. And then and now we capture the feeling of a, a fucking disaster. Oh my yeah. god. So I don't know. I don't I don't know that I need to explain this to people, but if you were at all interested in video games when Halo 3 came out, you saw the Believe Ad campaign. I did not. You didn't see it? Oh no, I never saw this ad before, and I played Halo 3 when it came out. Shortly after that, I was into gaming. I watched TV. It was before Netflix. And yeah, I never saw this before. <laughs> I think this is the single most effective commercial I've ever seen for yeah. anything. Sound. It is. It's OK. So let me explain the believe ad to people. So Halo 1 came out and changed the way that shooters functions. And I don't mean like like, oh, like we all like, you know, it's got friction stuff there. Everything about Halo is still how we play shooters today. 
and, and then they had to one up themselves and they did Halo 2 and Halo 2 added multiplayer in the funnest way possible and it changed the way we play games again. And they had to come out with Halo 3 and they knew they had all these fans that were like huge Halo, huge Halo buffs, people that were like going to land parties. Like, how do we capture that essence? And so they came out with the Believe Believe campaign and holy shit, is it fucking good. Yeah, I legit <laughs> almost cried last night watching this. It oh, made me want to grieve. <laughs> I, I want to like melt it down and inject it into my fucking veins. It's so good. What it is, it's a diorama. They, yes. Like the, mm-hmm. the actual, there's two things for, for this commercial. We're gonna first talk about the first part, where it's just a, it's just a diorama yeah, of all TV the commercial. UNSC Marines, brutes, um, elites. I mean, the Covenant. They're all fighting. It's all like a freeze frame of this bat, this great battle that happened, and yeah. it just, it's just showing you different scenes of all these of all these miniatures in this great battle and you see people fighting, you see people dying, you see somebody getting carried off by two jackals, I think it is, or whatever mm-hmm. the hell they're buggers. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like uh it's like the chaos of battle like frozen in time with all yeah. these insanely detailed uh uh sculptures, like little mini sculptures of soldiers and brutes and and Chopin's uh raindrop prelude is playing throughout the entire commercial as it's like slowly panning through. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The like like every sculpture, it's almost like uh, the beginning of Save a Private Ryan or something like every yeah. face. Like there's one guy just screaming in terror. There's another guy like on a machine gun, just like mm. letting it loose, screaming, firing it off. I mean, everything about it. I'm getting chills. It just it's, makes me want to yeah. cry. <laughs> it's like it is one of the most powerful commercial. And just it, it it's like it, it ends by just a slow zoom in at the top of a hill with a brute holding up like the seemingly lifeless body of Master Chief. But like the light starts to glow and like illuminate him. And he's got a plasma grenade that starts to glow and his head just pops up and it has the white text on the screen. Believe Halo 3. And I was like, well, I'm going to buy this fucking game like yeah. today if I can. <laughs> you would have bought the game anyway, I think, at that time. But oh, yeah. I, I think also... I had it pre-ordered by the time this ad came out. But I was like, it's it's masterfully done. It is. Every single soldier in this, uh, first of all, everything in this was crafted by hands and all the soldiers in it are individuals. There's not a single duplicate of two soldiers. in it. They're all they're all their own unique faces. Yep. It is unbelievably well, like well made. I, I can't even money imagine put into this thing money and just time and resources. They're like, we've got to come up with an ad campaign to like blow people away. <laughs> and what they did okay. is so fucking perfect. And it came along with this was this was the TV ad, which was already amazing on its own right. Mm-hmm. And in addition to this, this is when Halo started really, really getting it's like the online game. They came out with the full Believe campaign with interviews of it was essentially <laughs> a, a, a mockumentary. It was interviews mm-hmm. with like soldiers who fought with Master Chief. And it was a documentary about like these museums that they had dedicated to like the uh, the war for, for, for human survival. And it's. It's so powerful. And yeah. they were like, I remember where I was during this. They're like, we brought him out. You know, been, it's like, he's like, it's been 50 years since I've seen this. Yeah. And I mean, they make it, you know, they really make it look like a real thing. Like he picks oh, up God, a yeah. brute weapon. He's like, and he's like, this is heavy. He's like, it's just so cool. Cool how yeah. they do it. There's just like, the uh, there's like, yeah, there's like a little part where they take this soldier out to like 
these oh, trees. Yes. And he's like, he's like, I remember exactly where each one of these trees was placed. He's like, it was pitch black. I was looking for ammo on the ground. I could hear them coming, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, do you care if we turn off the lights? And he's like, sure. And they oh, turn off the lights. And it, <laughs> yeah. And it shows how dark it really was out there when he was doing battle against the covenant. And I'm just like, oh, this is brilliant. Everything I, about this. <laughs> I don't know who that actor was, but that actor deserves like he deserves a fucking Oscar for this commercial because they say to him, <laughs> they say to him, do you mind if we turn the lights out? And it's like his face barely moves. He's just Ooh. looking at them and like the look in his eye all of a sudden is like, like shock, like the like horror of war for like a split second. And he goes, OK, and it's just like, holy shit. How did he do that? Yeah. How did they get an actor that fucking good for a commercial? I, I forget the famous line that they say, but they're like, Master Chief told us, you know, because they, they couldn't find his body or something. He's like, they're like, the Spartans are never KIA. They're only MIA. And we did a ceremonial burial for him. But he always told us that us Spartans shouldn't be honored. Just no like, soldier. Yeah, no soldier should be honored or something. Or We're just, just here it. to do our job. Yeah. Oh, no God. soldiers should be honored for doing their job. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it was brilliant. a powerful ad. And I, I love the full campaign so much because it's it's brilliant the way they talk about making the diorama. I it's I, I can't like I can't stress enough how smart it is because they're talking about making the diorama and they're saying we like they they planned for everything. They had to build up the infrastructure and rebuild the city and then add the damage to uh, show the effects of the battle, every bullet hole, every uh, little piece of rebar sticking out. And I was like, they're talking about making the game. They're talking <laughs> about how they made the game. It's They're not talking about the diorama at all. This is brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> really cool. And they're like, we had to deconstruct it and we found building plans. Like when yeah. you when you watch the mockumentary, it adds such a whole nother level to this commercial, which is just a would be just kind of a cool commercial. And then they're like, wow, like this is really cool. Like they really like like we're going to spend all this money. We're going to go out and, you know, we're going to make more than just one little 30 second or minute and a half commercial. Yeah, Ooh. it was just it was like a. uh reaction that they had to it's like they it was like it was it was a reaction they had to like meet the the sudden overwhelming fan base of halo because when it came out like i said it just it changed the way that shooters were made and yeah. when halo 2 came out it changed the way people played games together they're like well we have to do something <laughs> to like keep that audience and so for i always call this like the golden age of halo there's mm -hmm. like like what are we gonna build like how do we do this that like how do we like get Martin McDonald to keep making ever more increasingly epic music for these games? Yeah, I want to say out of all our picks, like because we chose some goofy ones, like fun ones. Uh, yeah, this everyone one's... chose goofy ones and I chose these. Yeah, <laughs> like this had me on tears. Like this is the most emotional one. I think everyone should go watch it. <laughs> yeah, just and there will be a link in the show notes for both of these. I will have a link also mm -hmm. for the documentary right below it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's funny because it's like the ad is about a minute and a half. And I remember, I remember every time it came on TV, like I remember very clearly like seeing it show up on TV and like stopping everything else I was doing just so I could watch it. It's like a mini movie to me. Yeah. In fact, this would be a good way to tell a Halo movie if they just bring all the soldiers to tell stories about Master yeah. Chief. I've always wanted just them play to play them out. I, uh, I think that's why I like um, it, like Clone Wars show like so much is because it has the same feel of being like just Band of Brothers in space. I would love for like Star Wars to do the same thing. Like we're going to take some old clone troopers and we're just going to interview them. That'd just the awesome. idea of doing something different in that universe is so far, like so cool to me. 
mm-hmm. like all the old soldiers they have like they all have like scarring all over them just like all their their attitude of just like we fought because we had to survive like we just we survived like, and what was your team name again we were the republic commandos yeah yeah oh my god the republic <laughs> commandos version of this would be phenomenal that'd be awesome it does a great uh it doesn't great... all be the same actor <laughs> yeah, it'll sure. all be that. It'll just be all yeah. old versions of him. Hey, that actor has range. Okay, <laughs> at least he has voice range. All those clones, he he voices all the clones in the Clone Wars, and they all feel like they have individual personalities. That is not something to scoff at. The scale they show in this, where like they they're talking to these two soldiers, and one of them is like, "What were you?" And he is like, "I was a heavy sniper." Um, sniper marksman and he's like he goes in like the detail of his gun and they ask the other guy he's like i was a little simple shotgun (laughs) (laughs) it shows their weapons and it shows them holding the spike rifle and it's like it's like the size of a fucking like huge rifle for them but it's just a handgun for the brutes yeah which i never really think about because like when you look at halo master chief you know is so much bigger that he sees it he's like he's the same size as the brutes at the lead. So you never, I never really thought about it until we were watching Halo Legends earlier mm-hmm. for this show. Mm-hmm. And that's what really made me know. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. I think um, I really want us to play ODST at some point because they scale all the enemies up. That's so, coming. Uh, I yeah. think once uh, Master Chief Collection ever finishes it, and we, I'm assuming that will be on every <laughs> season, there'll be a Halo game now from you. I'm going to, uh, yeah, probably. You know, every season, I'm just going to throw the Halo Believe campaign on. <laughs> just watch it every season. <laughs> I, I watch this commercial so much. I think it's like one of the most well well done things I've ever seen. Just like the detail in it is phenomenal. When the guy's walking through the woods, and he just points at the tree and he's like, "That's plasma rifle damage." Like, yeah, he knows it so well. <laughs> so God good. damn, how did they manage to like put this together? It's almost like they couldn't put it together as good as George Lucas, but then they did. Segue, yeah. segue. <laughs> so speaking of star wars oh we so, going straight to the cinematics <laughs> yeah that's the last one we got left oh yeah you're right i'm yeah. keeping track so uh yeah my other this is all you or epic i didn't actually finish all the trailer because i just couldn't do it i didn't i didn't expect anyone to to be fair i yeah so the last uh, i i the i put the the return trailer in there and then i put in like the brackets underneath i said here's all like i meant to say like here's all of them but i forgot to write that down i guess uh, it's like saying here here's the extra credit work but not telling them it's extra credit like oh i did all that work well you didn't well i did that with the george romero and making up so i thought it was clear (laughs) (laughs) well here's the thing i watched one trailer i didn't know there were many so Mm -hmm. i'm sorry that's okay okay. they're essentially if you have 25 minutes to kill watch the old republic cinematics because they are some of the best star wars action you'll ever see so this Um, isn't really a commercial no, this because was this is a six minute intro cinematic. So I was kind of confused why you put it on here. But well, this came out before the game came out. Um, okay. I, I remember this very clearly because I remember in 2011 when they announced that there was going to be an Old Republic MMO. And I was like, holy fucking shit. There's going to be or Old Republic stuff. Oh, my God. And I just lost my mind for like the next two months. Me yeah, and a friend. I, I, I just for just to be clear to anyone, we're talking about Star Wars, the Old Republic. So yes. it's there's no game called the Old Republic. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Star yeah. Wars: The Old Republic, which is the MMO like kind of sequel to uh to the Nice Old Republic series, which may or may not be coming up soon. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, I already said it on the on the Facebook channel. Okay, yeah. Right. So in two weeks, we're playing Old Republic with uh the Knights of the Old Republic with somebody who a friend of mine who also loves that game, and I guarantee you, we've both watched 
these cinematics probably like we probably watch them like eight or nine times a year each oh, that's gonna be another three-hour episode isn't it it uh, easily could be yeah, right. I know. are we playing old republic or kotor or kotor we're playing kotor. the old republic oh okay yeah so this is this is the cinematic trailer for the mmo that was like it takes place like around 20 years or so after uh not 20 years sorry it takes place like 60 years i think after um the nice the republic series yeah because they're like two separate of, things yep. yeah kind of I, um, I, like game wise they're just two oh yeah, yeah 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 it's a completely different kind of game same like same universe same story mm-hmm. uh i mean it's a direct continuation because you at some point in the mmo you actually come across like revan and basila and all them and you talk to them but um, <laughs> i can't wait to get to that because revan has one of the most badass stories in star Wars. oh my god yes <laughs> we'll so get to that good. we'll, we'll get talk to that about soon two weeks awesome mm-hmm. revan is and how he is the best star wars character of all time yep <laughs> so this intro cinematic i, I have like never seen it more but that's only because i played <laughs> i never played this game i never will because i will never touch mmos again in my life if i can help it but that's fair it is a very well a done cinematic mm-hmm. yeah this came out um i think this came out like right before the game and i remember seeing it and just being like like oh my god like star wars is good again <laughs> yeah so i because i didn't watch all of them i'm just gonna like start off the one I watched just so I can at least have something to talk about because <laughs> I don't know what the other ones are. We'll just talk about know. Return. We don't have to talk about it. We might talk yeah, about it. We're not like going to a little bit. Yeah, there's, there's the one I saw is like these four different characters and they're captured and one of them like sees a Twilight walk by and he just like checks her out and I, I kept thinking like, yeah, yeah the, you know, like the only things in Star Wars that are trashy and hot are like malfunctioning droids with bad alternators or Twi'leks. Like, yeah. I don't know why they're always the strippers of the universe. <laughs> yeah, there's never any human strippers. It's weird. I think yeah. people think like humans are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to say in I want to say in one of the games, there's like a Zabrak stripper. Hmm. What? But maybe in order in, in the MMO is huge. I, I love the MMO. It's a huge, huge game that has a ton of story in it. Um, it's not for everybody. If you don't like MMOs, don't play it. I wouldn't tell you. Yeah, too, I won't but... be playing it. Mm-hmm. I I like MMOs and I, I I don't even like MMOs. I like Star Wars enough to love that MMO. Yeah, it's just and there's so much good story packed in, and I want to say in the MMO somewhere there's like a Zabrak stripper that you beat. Mm-hmm. And and like in my trailer too, they try to escape. And one of the cool things about this trailer is that it actually shows good lightsaber dueling. Yes, there's one of them that tries to throw his lightsaber at a Sith Lord, I think, or it's vice versa, yeah. and it, it bounces. Yeah, yeah, bounces off the lightsaber and comes right back to him, which I thought yeah. was badass. He throws the lightsaber not to attack somebody, but to block an attack for somebody else. That's right. Yeah. 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 I think um, I think I want to say like J.J. Abrams has probably seen this commercial when he did a uh, Force Awakens and was like, you can just do new shit in Star Wars. <laughs> you can just make them like stop shit in midair. That's awesome. We could be creative. Oh, we should have done that. Yeah. Oh, I, I love I love going back and watching these cinemas because there's like 50 percent of the YouTube comments are just people going like, why don't you make these movies, Disney? <laughs> like these. This would be so cool. Stop talking about Luke. we're supposed to get Knights of the Old movies in the next the next set that comes out. It's eventually not going to happen. It's never going to fucking happen. I don't really care. I want them this so point. bad. I like the new movies up to a point. Um, I like two of them. I like two of them a lot, too. Uh. I don't I don't think they're like the best movies, but I appreciate them and I like a lot of things they do. Mm-hmm. We're never 
we're never getting I, this fucking i had this conversation with peter on an episode that you guys will not hear for a very long time um at least for a few months probably but we talked about how like when i saw rise of skywalker i loved it i thought it was great and i will n- have no plan to watch again i'm gonna take that memory shove it in my head keep it like, <laughs> i came out as excited as could be i thought it was amazing and i'm like i'm good i don't need to read about it. i don't need to look into it i'm just i don't away. want to dissect this into no nope. point that i don't walk like away one thing I love about these cinematic trailers is that everybody is a badass in it. Like even the smuggler and the trooper. You're fighting Ooh. two Sith lords. Two Sith lords. Not Dark Jedi. Not Dark Jedi. Fucking Sith lords. And the clone trooper and the smuggler are holding their own for a little bit. Yeah. Everyone's a badass. Everyone like has their their roles, and it's so indicative of the MMO of like everyone having their their skill set. <laughs> but also yeah. just oh, the and- lightsaber combat. Oh my god. And if anybody <laughs> does want to watch all the cinematic trailers, they will be. In- show notes yeah. too, just because we're not gonna Absolutely. talk about it but they will be there if anybody is curious the part of this trailer where satil sean by the way that's basila sean's granddaughter um, oh i didn't know that yeah the clue is that she has the double-bladed lightsaber that's like that was like they didn't say her name that was like the hint that everyone had of like she kind of looks like basila she has a double-bladed lightsaber are they related oh, <laughs> but <Bastila. laughs> she throws that fucking we'll talk about her we'll talk about basila that yeah that's going to be a three-hour episode. Oh, oh my God. Vassila is certainly a character in Star Wars that has opinions. Yeah, we'll get there. Two weeks. When, when Satil Sean throws her double-bladed lightsaber to her master, and he catches it and uses the double-bladed lightsaber and the single-bladed lightsaber, I was like, like, oh, that's it. Star Wars can never get better than this. This is the best it can ever get. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> Are there Mandalorians in this, too? Uh yeah 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 okay. one of the um one of the Sith Lord uh sidekicks is like actually a character who becomes a man like one of the Mandalores. Mm, this is the way. That's cool. Now I'm watching the yeah, other back trailers right now. Like okay, yeah they're all, they're because. all so well done and so cool and um at some point you're gonna get into like the Fallen Order stuff, which uh, was like a whole expansion for the, the MMO that was. Just some fantastically amazing story. And I think that's the reason that Disney will never touch this is because it just goes into like a whole other universe of uh, of like force users and like the Jedi and the Sith end up having to kind of like work together. Mm-hmm. It, I think I think the MMO plays around with the ideas of morality way better than any of the movies do. And I'm including the original three movies in that. As, as somebody that loves the original three, the MMO covers like these really dark uh, pits of like morality and what they mean. I think. Yeah, that's always one of the hardest things that I think Disney is contending with is like trying to be dark when Star yeah. Wars can be dark and it and it works. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to make everyone like edgy and it's like, OK, the dark side's edgy. It's like, yeah, but that's not the point of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The whole point of Star Wars is like people are like, oh, like people really locked on to like, oh, a Jedi can't form attachments. It's like, yeah, they said that in the prequels and that's why the Jedi fell. The whole point of the original movies was that Luke needed his friends to mm-hmm. win he yeah, like had yeah. his friends and that's what made him strong now yeah. so they failed in you know with Rens of the sith and everything because he he wasn't allowed to have a tap so he couldn't open up about his yeah. feelings and he made some terrible mistakes because he had nobody to talk to to tell him yeah. nobody this guy is lying to you he's crazy don't 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 follow him and let me just say to all the idiots out there that think that like oh jedi shouldn't form attachments and like night seal republic basla has fucking sex with revan all right that's how satil got here cool. <laughs> You can't, you can't like one well, and then spoilers. bitch about the other. <laughs> Star Wars fans, as a Star Wars fan, Star <sighs> Wars fans are the worst people on the planet. 
I'm not trying to be like a gatekeeper and say like stop ruining the thing I love because I would never say that to somebody who's getting into Star Wars. But for the people that think like they're the real Star Wars fans, stop ruining the thing I love. All right. (laughs) Any last things to say about the Star Wars one? Um, yeah, just real quick. I wanted to mention how, um, <laughs> I think it's really cool. Uh, first of all, but I, I really like how it has like so much depth to it. I, like, I, like I said, I've watched these a lot and I just pick up on other things like going in. Like one thing I love about it is that it has, uh, Satil Sean and her master and it has, um, a character who shows up in the MMO named Scourge and his master. And I like that in the fight, both their masters die and they're left like on their own. <laughs> like, it just sets up like the perfect, uh, the perfect opening story. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like by the and time, and both can have good stories too. Yeah, I, it's great. It's just like you get like all the characters. All the characters have their have like their attitude and personality that you pick up on immediately. You know who the smuggler is. You know who the Jedi Master is. I like that. Uh, that Twilight that he checks out when he's walking by. She's actually a bounty hunter in the in the story as well. She, oh, yeah, she works with the Sith. Yeah, because I know there is one game on PSP and DS that there was a Twilight like she's a she's something I don't remember a smuggler maybe. Mm. Well, there are Twilight um, Jedi <laughs> in the prequel trilogy. Yeah, 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 one. yeah. yeah. I mean, Sakura was a uh, God. I'm just gonna name Star Wars names. Ayla Sakura was like a big Jedi master that everyone fell in love with because you can see her stomach, so she's sexy. <laughs> was she the blue one? Yeah, yeah, she was the blue one. Yeah, she is, she she is played by a hot model. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't have a crush on any of those. <laughs> oh, they also have a Sith Twilight twi- in this too, Twilight like trailer. It. I'm watching the other ones right now. Swift. There's a Sith um, Twilight Master who's like a big part of the extended universe that shows up. Um, yeah, the game really like delves into the extended universe, and the cinematics have a lot of those characters in there. It's it's just cool to see them all like at their best. Yeah. And I and I think with anyone, you know, if you're into video games, watching video game old commercials, it's actually really fun. Like yeah. doing this has was totally fun to me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's just really like cool to go back and like, OK, here's how we used to like see video games. Yeah, uh, I think it was Alana Pierce. Um, I forget who she used to work for. I just worked for IGN. IGN. Yeah. But she brought up how like right now we're in the teenage years of video games like we still haven't grown up yet we're still in the teenage years i kind of agree with that yeah we're like i yeah i think alana is really um as if i know her personally (laughs) i think a lot of parents is like she's really wise about like the industry as a whole Mm -hmm. i was like i love watching her videos because i'm like yeah that makes a lot of sense to me yeah she's she's pretty spot on yeah yeah, she uh, fucking, she's also fucking hilarious on Funhouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I definitely agree with that. Like, we're we're getting to a more mature video game like diaspora as video games are becoming. I mean, video games are mainstream now, but there's still mm-hmm. that kind of like resentment towards them amongst some people. So we're yeah. definitely getting to that point where, like, as video games are getting older, people are realizing, like, oh, we can't just fuck around. Like, we have some responsibility to make these stories better, to make these stories more mature. Yeah. That's it's, very true. We didn't um, we didn't do this on purpose, but we accidentally went through all the uh, commercials in relatively like some kind of order from oldest to newest or from like maybe oldest thematically to newest thematically. I don't know if I go that far, but we can we can say that. And actually, well, I want to try it. <laughs> no, we did not. None of, this, none of that was planned. But I actually kind of want to try a shelf or box idea I've been thinking of as you've been talking. OK, 
Um, we'll make it quick because we're not. I mean, we've said a lot about these commercials, but I want to have each of us will go and we'll we'll look at the list of commercials and say shelf or box what we think if it's something that we would watch again. And we'll just quickly go through it. Mm-hmm. I'll go first since it's my idea. Um, so for my <laughs> shelf or box, Smash Brothers shelf because it cracks me up, still funny. Animal mm-hmm. Crossing box, Sega Genesis does, Nintendo shelf. Long live play, highest shelf, best one. George Romero RE2 commercial shelf. Twisted Metal 3, box, because it's stupid. Halo 3, believe that? <laughs> Shelf. Uh, oh, Re- Republic, the trailer, it's not really a commercial, so... It was a trailer. It was a trailer anyway. before the game came out. I go on the shelf. <laughs> How about you, Stefan? Uh, I want to say all of them. Uh, I just, living back into that nostalgia of, like, the early ones, just I thinking about my childhood is always a great thing, because <laughs> I had a good one. But, um, like... All of them felt good. I think, like I said before, Stu's uh, the Halo commercial Believe. Going back to that blew me away. That I'm going to put that on the shelf at the highest. I would <laughs> recommend all of them, but that one, I, I'll probably watch it tonight and cry and eat cookies or something. <laughs> I need to find, um, I used to have a shirt, a black shirt that just had Believe on it. Yeah. Um, and I need to find, I, the shirt like got a hole in it and I had to get rid of it. I need to see if I can find it again or if I can't, I'll just make it. <laughs> yeah. But, and then also Mike's pick on the Animal Crossing that cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. That's the, a really the stoner fun. guy and just how trashy they were to each other. I was like, good God. It was a very <laughs> early like MTV commercial. <laughs> like, yeah. not early, like late MTV commercial, I guess I should say. It was like the real world, quote unquote. <laughs> you were just yeah. you know where you where you work. That's all. Animal Crossing is like yeah. a, a lot like Big Brother. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd put them all on my shelf. Um, I hope people listen to this and like it because I want to do another one at some point. So yeah. we'll see. Fuck it, let's just do another one anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this is probably... a, a weird one because I like I really hope people like that we talked about these because I, I think they're really important. I like I would shelve all of these hands down. Mm-hmm. I okay, really so hope that people like it. I really hope people like it. I hope people like even if they don't listen to the whole podcast, I hope that you at least go through and like watch all the commercials in the description. It's really I realize it's bad to say that now because you probably already stopped listening if you're not going to listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hope people go and like watch like watch all these and just I like like Stefan said, I had like a lot of time, just a lot of uh, fun time just going in and like feeling the nostalgia of these old commercials and just getting like really sentimental this week watching them all. I watch there, there's probably like five or six game commercials that I watch repeatedly. Like I'll just go back to and enjoy them because they just I love them so much. So I would love to do another part of this and just talk about more. Like I said, we, I really want to talk about like the Kevin Butler ads for PlayStation because I think those were so fun and important. I, mm-hmm. I would love I'm surprised like people are going to do, you know, somebody somewhere is going to say, like, why didn't you guys talk about um, Dead Islands? <laughs> I would love to talk about the Dead Island commercial. But that's oh, really- yeah. <laughs> Like some of the will, fallout ones. Oh. As you can see, as a title, this episode will be volume one. We will probably yeah. we will do more of these because it's an idea that because the idea is that we're going to try to fit in these things that we can play more, some more RPGs like we're playing mm-hmm. KOTOR in two weeks only because we took a whole week off so I can work on KOTOR. Yeah, mm-hmm. because <laughs> some of us need more than a day to get to the entirety of KOTOR. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I feel I, like you don't, but I do. <laughs> Yeah, when we when we do things behind the scenes, we all try to come up with ideas. And one of mine was just an obvious one. I wanted to do comic books, which is why we do that. Uh, Mike wanted to do the MCU movies, which is why he's doing that. And then Stu just wanted to talk about random video game subjects. Which yeah, this is one of them. So, yeah. And like, I think it's 
it's it's nice because it gives us like more time to play longer games because everyone i have so many people ask me to play like long games and i really want to we just don't have time yeah it's i mean, we, people come up and be like hey you should play final fantasy it's like there's no way we can play final fantasy in a week like you are an insane person yeah <laughs> i mean this isn't our job unfortunately now if people want to eventually pay us yeah sure. if, uh, we're no longer we're nowhere near there if you want to give us money <laughs> i will gladly quit my job and just do this all day but yep. <laughs> sadly, right now, you aren't paying me, so I have to keep working <laughs> and going to school and also working a second job and trying not to cry blood. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it would be interesting if somebody does want us to do like a, a RPG or JRPG, mm. if they write in and say they wouldn't mind hearing well, it. They have. Parts. Well, oh, yeah. it's on Lost Stage. People keep yeah. trying to get me to do that second one. And yeah. the problem is the only person that really wants to do that is no longer on the show. I want to do that. What are you talking about? Oh. What yeah, I was thinking of DJ. <laughs> I want to do that too. Golden Sun, the second Golden Sun game. Oh, I mean, I'll do it, but yeah. Yeah. happily, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of like, there's a lot of games that people like suggest to me, and I'm always like, I really want something. Like, you have no idea how badly I would love to throw that on the show. It's just hard to schedule that. Mm-hmm. Like, That's I Lost Stage is longer than the first one too. Yeah, and yeah. it's hard to talk. Like, I would love to talk about like. Like one of my favorite games for the PlayStation 2 was Star Ocean until the end of time. That's like a 70 hour RPG. There's no way we could play through the entirety of that, even in three weeks. That's just a mm-hmm. shitload of work. You played that uh, game? Oh, yeah. I played the shit out of that game. I, Me I, too. I, I beat that game multiple times, Mike. I never beat it. I got stuck um, near the end and just couldn't get strong enough to beat the final boss. Okay. So you know about like the weird twist, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't remember it anymore, but I remember a weird twist, yes. I would love to talk about that game, but it's just it's like 70 hours long. 30 and, and a half hours says well, second evolution on PSP. Uh, that's 30 and a half hours, but you're not considering grinding, which is a huge thing in that game. I know, but there's yeah. there's ways. Yeah, if we can find like a save copy of somebody's like like new game plus. <laughs> yeah, there's cheat codes, buddy. <laughs> Were there cheat codes for Star Wars? Cheat codes for everything. Game chart. I don't know if they had anything for Star Ocean. Oh, yeah, we emulate. We can game shark stuff just fine. Yeah. Uh, somebody write in and tell us how to play Star Ocean. And I would. I, I'll write in to you and tell you how to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to build right. audience demand, Mike. <laughs> it's marketing. Oh, uh, all right. I think that about any. Oh, and Stefan, you want to introduce what we're going to be talking about next week? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this was, I mean, people can could, could consider it DLC. I don't think it is. It's a full Not game. DLC. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. They can kiss my ass. It's <laughs> Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. So yeah, we're going to be doing that. It's going to be awesome. the title might just be Far Cry Blood Dragon because I don't like the fact that three is in that name. So we'll see. That's fair. I agree. <laughs> I, um, I put it on the same. It's on the same plane as like Halo ODST, where it's like it's it's not DLC. It's not quite a full game. It's like a game light or like a it's just like extra story. Now, Blood Dragon is a standalone game mm. like a like would have been a standalone dlc or you know, <laughs> yeah you're tricking yourself dlc now. but like a standalone xbox live arcade game let's say something like that that's what it would be so i say it's, like yeah arcade game game light it's not yeah. a, it's not mm-hmm. quite a full release mm-hmm. but well we'll know. get we'll get into yeah, it, we'll there's, it. Yeah. on the wikipedia it does give the actual what it is and we'll i'll bring it up we'll bring it up <laughs> yeah and and to our audience if there's any like uh if there's any commercials you love because like i said like we said we we would love to do another one of these if there's Mm -hmm. any like commercials you love let us know because i would love to find more that like find some that i've never seen like i I had never seen the twisted metal commercial (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
I really liked it. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, Sweet Tooth got out. I'm going to be thinking of that all fucking night. <laughs> you go, Sweet Tooth. Cholo clowns. Cholo clowns. Yeah, the, the federal clown prison. I'm going to be thinking about that all night. I'm going to be thinking of why Batman didn't put Joker in there and say, why he put him in fucking Arkham every time. Yeah. <laughs> and we made the joke before we started recording. It's like, wait, we don't know if this is going to make an hour and it's been an hour and a half. So, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, that about wraps up this week's episode. Uh, as always, I want to give an awesome shout out to our awesome intro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from his EP, Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. And also, please follow us on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, where I'm constantly posting new image, new images of the upcoming game. I've been posting memes all week because I had nothing to post for this. I just posted memes. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do. So <laughs> kind of a different one, but um, I don't know. I, I like doing this. Yeah, I we like will. We have two more uh, odds coming up, what we consider our season, which is into mid-July. And then we'll do a couple. We'll do the plan is to do like three of these every 20 episodes. We bro- will break in three in a 20 episode. And also, yeah. um, if you haven't seen if you haven't listened to it yet, the, our Hulk episode MCU has been published as of last week. So definitely go check that out, too. And Iron Man, is, we got done also so far. So, yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of what I just processed, and I was like, wait, what? is that up? That was supersonic and hyper knuckles, which nobody will be hearing anytime soon. No. Okay. Yeah, some of the some of the stuff Mike tells me to process, I'm like, oh, great, I can't wait to hear that. And he's like, oh, have fun waiting. <laughs> well, eventually, once, um, once the, the pandemic ends in the year 2022, we're going to go to two comic book episodes a month at some point, is our plan. <laughs> we were going to do it soon. But then the world ended in 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 March, so we haven't done it yet. In March twenty twenty, yeah. gotten. I feel like we've gotten a lot done in terms of planning for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> oh God, I mean, I I'm not quarantined or anything, but I've just been working a lot on trying to produce more and take advantage of people who are out of work right now. More <laughs> Don't word it like that. <laughs> I'm trying to take wrong. advantage of people who are out of work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking advantage of their schedule being open. Mike's, Mike's starting a pyramid scheme. Uh, jump on now. <laughs> It's a free pyramid scheme. All it costs is an hour to two hours every time, and you yeah. record. That's all. Yeah, you just, you just listen to one episode, and then you get three of your friends to listen to the episode. Mike Alberton <laughs> does. Mike Alberton <laughs> that's, does. You know, that's accurate. I've done that. <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. I want to thank everyone for listening. We will see you guys next week with Far Cry Blood Dragons. There will be a lot of 80s montage and a lot of 80s jokes, so... Even though uh, we're audio only at the moment, I'll probably be wearing some cool 80 sunglasses and definitely not a leather jacket because it's 80 fucking degrees. But, but none of us will see it because we don't even video each other. I know. I don't know why I do this, but before every episode, I try to take a shower. <laughs> it doesn't affect well, anything. <laughs> it's just like we're going like, to go cool, eventually. Nice audio on the podcast. <laughs> We're going to go video, probably not in Zoom because we don't want to have people random people jumping into our podcast while we're recording. So it won't be also, Zoom, most likely. But security issues. <laughs> eventually, it's coming. Yes. Eventually, we are planning to do video. We're trying to figure it out. <laughs> well, once we go video, there's no editing, really. It's just, boom, I'm not editing video. So, uh, yeah, well, I know a way to do it. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> not happening. I, I put enough work into this. It ain't happening. It all depends on whether or not... um. It, it all depends on what my schedule looks like, honestly. <laughs> so that about wraps up. Are free, I could probably do some editing on video. Well, we need shirts before that. Then we'll worry about that. Yes, I have been working on the shirts too. I've got a lot of work done this week, <laughs> and 
in, be- in between working and crying and, and sweating and watching commercials, I've actually gotten work done on shirts as well. <laughs> Yay, All right. everyone. All right. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.